0: I know I'm only on one day a week. I get it. I'm gonna have to jump on uh garage band and start sawing something together. This is the house bar show. Bro, the and, blah, 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 and a guitar note. Like and then progressive ah, and all that. Yeah, it's gonna be good. Hey, Hal, did you mean something like this? Mm-hmm. This is the house bar show. Bro, and, blah, 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 and a guitar note. And then oh. it with progressive ah, and all that. Yeah, it's gonna be good. The House Sparks Radio Program, Mega Worldwide. Yeah, it's gonna be good. So, um, be- uh, before we continue on, um, uh, on the show, I do want to say, um, that um, we have a beautiful and enduring chat room, in- on the show that I'm very oh, proud no. of, uh, and it's been growing, um, like crazy and largely, you know, often thanks to the trolls that join us, because again, the algorithm doesn't care whether you like me or hate me. It just wants you here. Advertisers don't care if you're angry or happy when you see a toilet paper ad, just that you see it. And so we appreciate our trolls, but even more, we appreciate the regulars who've been with us. When I started the live stream regularly at the beginning of the pandemic daily, just to kind of like as an exercise in mental health as, you know, as we all kind of shake off the the fear and anger and, and concern and all the stuff and the mixed messages that were coming um, and deal with it, recognizing that we will all soldier on throughout this. And we've lost uh, a few people along the way. Our dear friend, Billy, um, who we lost, uh, you know, early this year. Um, and then we just uh, lost another one. Um, Krista Bennett was a regular yeah. in the chat room um and she passed away this week and so uh to her family and all that love her thank you for letting her spend time with us every saturday and um and in her uh and to honor her and our, you know the others who have been in our chat from the beginning from even back in the Ustream days in some ways um that have been around and come and gone um we will continue to s- soldier on optimistically, uh, head held high, smiling into the sun, and uh, keep bringing a show that would make them proud. Because it, you know, the fact that people spent, when, when people lose their battle with time, as we all will, it makes it all the more precious and important that they spent some of it with you. And so... It is, it is crucial for me that I continue to make the time that you spend with me and that Johnny and I spend with you guys um uh fun and informative and a joy to be around. Yeah. So thank you for uh I, I recognize time is the only commodity you can never get more of. And so yeah. it it uh I, I want you to know I rec I, I I recognize the precious nature of it. So uh um, Krista and her family and everybody, we love you. And, uh, we're very sorry. So on that note, I will move on from that so that we will continue to, um, play this up because we do definitely have, um, you know, some crucial aspects (coughs) of, of the news, not the least of which is, of course, um, we are in the era of what really happens. Yes. Um, um, during the Trump years that the books are going to start coming out. You know, it used to be that, you know, the, all the president's men books started. It took a little longer for those things to come out. The stuff about Iran Contra took a long time and then kind of squeaked by without anybody paying much attention. Right. Meanwhile, and people are going back, back now and the,
1: checking out the, the books that came out during his presidency too. And going oh yeah. Like, yeah. That really did happen.
0: There it is. Yeah. So right now, um, you know, uh, Jonathan Carl, and let me hold this for a second, has um, got a book called Betrayal, the final act of the Trump show, which is coming out this week or whatever. And this is, this. there was a piece of the interview that came out, I'm going to play right now that is is about him asking Trump about the hang Mike Pence remark.
1: He Were you worried have... about him during that, that siege? Were you worried about him No, I thought he was well protected and I, I had heard that he was in good shape.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. No,
1: because uh, I had heard it he was in very good shape. But, but, no. So you I heard those he could, chants. That was terrible. He I mean, was, you know. The, he could have. other well, the people were very angry. saying hang my Because hand. it's
0: it's common sense, John. It's common sense. Now, by the way, yeah, a it's lot of Yeah, common sense
1: yes. to hang the vice president.
0: Well, here's the thing. A lot of people are hanging their hat on him. The fact that Jonathan Carl said, um, they're saying hang mike pence and trump saying it's common sense i think that's trump blowing off that question at all and just getting locked into it's common sense about the fraudulent vote kind of thing i i i don't think he's saying it's common sense that you're going to hang mike pence in all fairness that said i don't <laughs> you're think right, you're right. i think it's i don't think he cares which is as bad or worse in some cases it is one thing to think this is a political enemy of mine who is going to be a part and parcel to the destruction of the United States of America. He is a Benedict Arnold. He is helping King George. He is going to undermine the existence of the very Constitution or eh, I, don't, I don't care. if He gets hung or something. I don't know what it, I mean, maybe he does it, maybe he doesn't. I don't know. But if he gets killed, what, what do I care? The, the depraved indifference aspect of it can also get brushed aside. Trump does not care about anybody but Trump. As many of the J Sixers Sixers are finding out, there was no blanket pardon for those kids, and and Steve Bannon and all these and Rudy Giuliani and all these others thought that somehow the pardon that they did get, um, in the Roger Stone case that that meant that they can just crime on after the pardon, and that stuff sort of covered under it. Like, no, 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 you don't understand. I know that these are relate these crimes are related to the stuff I was pardoned for. It's the same category. Yeah, it's the same thing, so I right? Should be able no to, double jeopardy. Yeah, I was pardoned. For, yeah, no, I mean, I was pardoned for murder. This is, this is a murder. I'm murdering someone right now. So that's kind of like the murder I was pardoned <laughs> for. So I should be able to keep murdering, right? this, right? That seems logical. Makes perfect sense. So, uh, but con- continuing because it's common sense, he says.
1: That you're supposed to protect. How can you, if you know a is fraudulent, right? How can you pass on a fraudulent vote to Congress?
0: Okay, Um, well, one of the problems would be is that that whole if you know a vote is fraudulent because you didn't know that at the time, him, and uh, Pence certainly knew better because they were all in rooms with Trump's lawyers. And they talked to secretaries of state, and Pence was on the phone with all these governors because we were still in a pandemic. He was talking to all these folks. He knew it wasn't fraudulent. And the interesting thing was, and again, this is my, you know, I have a conspiracy antenna, as do you. I just simply go, yeah, the chances are small. But if I were to think something, why is he decrying all the Republican states especially the ones where like Brian Kemp was shifty when he was secretary of state controlling the elections in Georgia and then eventually became governor and didn't distance himself from the duties of secretary of state controlling the election in Georgia. And then he manages to win the election in the state. Like that's sketchy as hell, right? That's why the appearance of, of, of that is, is what you try to avoid. The appearance of impropriety, right? So when when Trump's like going after Republican states, largely, mm-hmm. you're like, well, why does he think there was voter fraud in those states when he won them hands down? Could it be that he was he was actually attempting to pad the vote because he was grinding about the fact that he lost the popular vote? He thought he was going to win the Electoral College, pretty sure about that because of the outsized control that Republicans have in that area. He thought he'd definitely tilt that way, but the but the he'd still been grinding on the popular vote, so he went out and bought some votes like this is a this is a, a ridiculous conspiracy theory this, but is, war, what you do. this. this is what I yeah, this is where your brain goes that why would you go to the states you won and and say, I know there's fraud there other than yeah, you put it there right that would be the thought and then you go, well, nobody can tell who the fraudulent votes voted for So maybe I can make the case that if I show the votes that were fraudulent that I put there by buying them, then I can assume that everywhere else I lost, it must have been even worse, right? That's, that, if you listen to Rudy Giuliani, that seems to be the argument. And it's absurd. It's goofy. But it points to your awareness of a crime. You know there was fraud. You know it was fraudulent. Now you think, you believe. If you believe something's fraudulent, wouldn't you want to wait? If you think something's fraudulent, wouldn't you be concerned and want to find out first? No, you know the vote is fraudulent. How do you know? Well, you know because you did it. That would be the only way you would know in that situation, right? That's why, And that's why you go after the red states. That's why you go after Republicans. And, and you know, I don't have a problem with that. It's fun watching them go after rhinos. Nobody cares. Like that, I love them. They, they, you know, you know, kick each other. Like uh, some of the videos lately, especially with Marjor- Marjorie Taylor Greene on Bannon show. Like I don't even feel like commenting. I just want to like sit back and let them eat each other. Yeah, let it's, it you know. happen. Right. Um, uh, we got to take a break. Where like the show is just blazed by today. It's been a great oh. time, I have to say. Um, and when we come back, uh, happy ending, genuinely genuinely happy ending there's a couple of great i'm ready for it oh aren't we all we'll be back welcome back to the house sparks radio program mega worldwide it's now time for the happy ending I am happy, you are happy, let us be happy together Whether the weather is cloudy or sunny I will always be your funny honey bunny I am lucky, you are lucky, let us get lucky together Whether the weather is cloudy or breezy I'll be there to say, hey come on, let's take it easy Cause isn't it nice to have the friends that you do And isn't it nice that the sky is so blue And isn't it nice to say I love you Chugga chugga choo choo, woo woo I am smiling, you are smiling, let us smile together the weather. the weather is cloudy or stormy, I will still be there in the morning. I'll be right by your side in the morning. I'll make you breakfast in the morning. I hope that you like cereal. Yay! <laughs> Yay! So, um, there are um, there's a lot of good news this week, and I, and some of it, some of it is the kind of good news that you would kind of you would expect. Um, right now, the main one I think that most people were like. This makes sense. We're kind of moving in this direction. It's nice to hear. I'm not shocked by it, but it's a good move, which is, of course, that Merck and Pfizer have both come out with uh, two anti-COVID medicines, not right. you know, along with the vaccines, but a medicine you would get in the hospital to fight uh, the disease. Once you have it, once you become symptomatic, that will keep you from dying. And,
1: hey, when you had shingles, um, did you take the um, the antiviral?
0: I did not, I did not, and I should have, but I didn't know about it at the time. I just suffered, Um, (coughs) but yeah, Um, and I have scars from it. Um, Not 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 huge, you know, not a big deal, but they're there. You can definitely tell, huh? Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, This is um, from the the, like uh, news break. We waited twenty months for medicine to blunt the coronavirus, and now two have appeared. Earlier this month, the UK medicines regulator approved. Uh, Molnupiravir, the COVID antiviral <laughs> developed by Merck, and Ridgeback Therapeutics, Molnupiravir, <laughs> which is fun to say, among adults with mild to moderate COVID who were at risk of developing serious disease. It cut the chances of being hospitalized or, or dying uh, in half. Now, Pfizer has released results from the trials of its antiviral drug, Paxlovid, which is way easier to say than Molnupiravir. Yeah. Which, by the way, um, sounds like a a character in um, like Lord of the Rings that you don't know if he's a good guy or a bad guy. <laughs> right, Malnoperivir, the king control. we cannot trust. That's right. Um, uh, P- P- Pfizer has released one um, from its uh, Paxlovid. Uh, these suggest it reduces the uh, the study suggests that it reduces uh, reduces the risk of hospitalization or death by eighty nine percent. Among the most vulnerable to COVID. And these are the people who already are tipping towards being a mess because of this. this is, um, these are huge steps forward. More than likely, if you're in real danger, they will give you whichever one's available. And if you're not responding, they're going to give you Paxlovid in the hospital while they start giving you monoclonal antibodies and, and stuff like that, which is fantastic. So two of those, it uh, mimics the building blocks of the genetic material of the virus itself and rejects it. It seems to work great. And it's the vaccines itself will are, are you know, 89, 90%. But what this could be is, and let's see, you know, people are concerned, do I need a booster? Will it wear mm. out over time? Blah, blah, blah will we have to get a shot every year was one of the big fears is this and the mental control stuff that the right wing has come up with like this is all they're going to control us. they're going to give us a shot and this one won't have the the nanobite octopus that follows us but the third one will it's like the old it's the old Jim Jones the first three glasses of Kool-Aid didn't have any poison so I was like it's fine and then the fourth one gets you that's that's their theory well now the vaccines may serve at this point simply to get us through the acute period and in future you may just you know even if you've you know you've been vaccinated but it's the coverage has waned over time if you do get it and you're in this category you will just you'll be you know once you show symptoms and you test positive then you'll get the medicine and you will survive because you'll have you know the benefits of antibodies helping you and then this will get you over the top and make sure that it's basically like a flu. Which is a fantastic step forward. I have to, you know, this seems like, oh yeah, good. Oh yeah, cool. Oh good, they've got a couple of pills coming. Out. No, this is ginormous. I Considering confess,
1: what we've been I was through. Like, oh cool.
0: Right. It's not. Oh cool. It's holy hell. This is like run around, screaming, clapping kind of stuff. Just like the vaccines, if not better, because what they do is they. Keep your idiot fellow citizens, who uh, while they can self-fulate, can may, may avoid vaccines from dying, and so you can argue politics with them forevermore, um, because we we don't believe idiocy is a capital offense around here. Um, but it also makes it so that people who can't get the vaccine have some other recourse, which is fantastic. So yes, it's a huge thing. It's great. It and it we're moving to the point where. Um, these, the availability of these kind of antivirals will apply to other things as well. And the technology that helped create them in such a short time is the kind of thing that can expand over a lot of diseases. This is a giant leap forward medically as well, not just about this. So fantastic. The other thing is, I talked about this on my streaming show, but a, um, a new drug has been invented that they inject in. They injected into the spinal cords of mice that had been intentionally paralyzed. They'd severed their spinal cord, and it regrew tissue, and the mice regained the ability to walk in four weeks. They didn't like. So we were going to be
1: healing mice. This is amazing. That's right. All, all the, the crippled mice. That's right.
0: It's a, yeah, all the crippled mice in the world. We've had. Yeah. Um, well, oh, All no. the
1: Crippled Mice, that should be like, uh, that's a title for something.
0: Yeah, it's a, it's e- either a, like a book that ends up on Oprah's reading list or, <laughs> um, or, or, a, or a Tori Amos song. <laughs> yeah, all the crippled mice don't walk down the street because they, all right. <laughs> yeah, sorry. So um, this is actually a gigantic thing. And I posted this on my Twitter feed at House Parks, if anyone wants to uh, check it out. But they, it, the findings blew away everyone in the study. They were amazed. Neuroregeneration in the cells—it's um, just protected. never happened
1: before. It's, it's just been no. an accepted impossibility,
0: right? And now that's over. Like this is the giant leap forward that happened. Human trials are going to start within the year. This could be the end of paralysis or the virtual end to it, at least from injury, let's say. Then the question is, can you using stem cells and a similar treatment, if people have been born paralyzed or have spina bifida or other issues, can you reform it? This technology they're saying is going to have it, um, like capabilities around ALS, around Alzheimer's, the rebuilding of degenerate, uh, 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 you know, regenerating degenerative diseases, um, you know, the cells that are killed in that. It is extraordinary. And and we should all be very happy. And then this is, I'm going to nerd out. We only got a couple minutes left. Okay. So uh, point, point of order, Mr. Chairman, if I may. Many people will remember years ago that in my uh, partnership with, with Honda as a rider of one of their motorcycles, which I mm-hmm. love very much. I have a Honda Fury that I enjoy. It's a it's a, it's a beast.
1: I thought it was a furry. And, um, oh my God, I've been telling people wrong. No, no,
0: no. No, yeah, that's right. Um, I put wheels on the <laughs> on the guy in the teddy bear suit in uh, The Shining. That's um, uncomfortable. Now I have terrible images in my head. But <laughs> I'm um, um, early, my on, for- early on, early um, on, one of the uh, Honda was one of the companies that in their factory in the United States in California was working on hydrogen cars, and they had one of the few hydrogen stations. There was another one across town. You could basically run your car on it just going back and forth between the two of these, but it used a compressed hydrogen tank. That was the problem is compressed air. And so as an explosive gas and all the other aspects made people nervous, you know, everybody was worried like, what if hydrogen explodes? As if we haven't all watched cop movies where two bullets will make a, ga- a gas vehicle explode like it's full of garbage bags, full of fuel, which is by the way, how they do that. Um, I don't want to blow it for you, but that's how they blow up a car. They fill it with gas bags, literally garbage bags full of gasoline. And then they detonate it and it plumes out. That's where the giant wow. billow comes from. It's gorgeous. But <clears throat> nobody seemed to be afraid of that. But they were worried about hydrogen and gas form. And how do you store it? How do you transport it? Where do you get it from? Largely, they're getting it out of methane. And when you get it out of methane, it's arguably dirtier than petroleum in some ways. Because you have to use petroleum to do it, you need more than the energy you're getting from the hydrogen, and that was the hangup. Turns out, a giant leap forward happened in the last uh, couple of months, but was announced last week, in hydrogen uh, solid-state storage, storing hydrogen in a solid state, not a gas, in cartridges that you could roll up at a at a gas station. Effectively, take one of the cartridges out pop it in your vehicle, and drive hundreds upon hundreds of miles. And the only thing coming out of the exhaust pipe, which there wouldn't be one, but would be a little drip of water. It's extraordinary. It's one of the things that we've got it. The range on it is incredible. Um, It is better than gasoline and equally available. And because you can get it in solid state, that means... (laughs) You can get it directly from solar panels. The gas stations themselves can not only get these cartridges, but they can have panels up that constantly get it from the environment and fill the cartridges all the time. So I just that's saw in it. the We're chat, are
1: we this much closer to carbon freezing?
0: Uh, no, that's like another step. So we'll long? talk about that next week. Nerd. Okay. Yes. No, no. He's no good to me dead. I'm just saying. Thank you guys for listening. Thanks, everybody. Uh, take care. We'll see you next week.
1: Nerd.
0: So I'm I am I'm thanks, Chicago. Thank you. you guys. Bye. See you next week. Yeah. Cheers. Um hold on, let me sign those guys out. Um I I don't I don't know, and by the way, stock wise, that's also the big whisper. Where is all the petroleum money gonna jump once the oil issue? That's gotta happen. Oil's gonna jack up. Yes, oil's going to jack up to about $100 a barrel and people are going to be tired of it. So one of the upsides of rising gas prices is people again getting sick of paying for gas. I it was raises- just
1: wondering that about like big tobacco and marijuana like was there going to be a big shift with that too.
0: Right, right. Well, yeah, it's it's an um, it's an ongoing, you know, but the problem is if you keep gas prices artificially low, for example, by subsidizing them and doing other stuff, you give people a false sense of security about it. And therefore they're like, it's the cheapest thing and transitioning would be a big deal. I'll just stick with what I got. I'm not going to move over, right? That's the that's the problem. But once it starts to go up so high that the cost of an EV by comparison is going down, and there's a lot of cheaper ones on the market. Obviously, the the F-150 that's coming out is is in normal car range. There are no used ones. That's the big difference. A lot of people are buying used gas vehicles. Eventually, there will be a market for used electric vehicles the same way. But the hydrogen switchover, it may be that the lithium-ion vehicles that there are lots of right now will be looked at as a transitional phase Entirely on the scheme of uh, you know on the on the technological scope of history that I mean they're they're going to last less time than a dial phone. So I I mean this the end of paralysis the Merck and Pfizer drugs that ultimately may be functional in many ways like the mRNA vaccines are against cancer itself. Um, and then, of course, uh, the um, the the hydrogen batteries in solid state is ah fun. every time you say
1: solid state, I think amplifier. I can't not
0: right, right, right. But that's because it's in a solid form. It's a you know, it's a magnet based or whatever. That's the it's it's analog essentially. But they basically found a right. way to take gas and make an analog version of it. It stores it the film that it's stored on in these cartridges is the thickness of a human hair and it's on a a reel basically and as it unreels in this cartridge it releases the hydrogen and then that goes into a fuel cell and is converted into energy and then when you're done you just you eject it and pop it back in it is so space age like it's awesome the idea that you would roll up at a gas station you pop up a thing you take out this cartridge. After you've been driving for six hundred or a thousand miles on the thing, roads. And you would go here.
1: Well, we're going. We don't need roads,
0: right? It's amazing, and it's it is it is the technology will start coming online within four years. Like it's going to be available in cars in four years. We get. When are we getting a Mister Fusion? That's exactly right. That's what everybody's talking about. Roads.
1: Ronald Reagan, the actor?
0: Yes, right. Who's, who's the first lady? Jane Wyman, right? <laughs> um,
1: Jane Wyman.
0: I suppose Jerry Lewis is secretary of state or whatever <laughs> it was. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I like uh, so anyways, these the stock money, apparently the people who invest in petroleum that know it's on its taper and know that there's money to be made right now for the next, like, eight months, but they're like, then what? They're all slowly but surely putting their money in what they think is the next big thing. The next big thing is hydrogen cartridges for and, and storage for houses. There's this uh, Australian company that makes a home storage battery. Um, uh, let's see. Solid state hydrogen home battery system, whatever. Um, the... Lavo, yeah. It's an Australian company. Um it's it's really cool looking. Um I'll post the link on my Twitter right now just so um this is Hold on a second. I'm I'm posting it on there just in case you want to look at it. Hmm. <sighs> mhm. Um It basically is is a similar technology. It works as a solar sponge. Um, You hook it up to your solar system and then it stores it in a solid state form. And then at night, it releases the hydrogen back into the system. And hydrogen is everywhere. Yes, inexpensive, clean, small, renewable batteries. Yes, that's the main barrier. You're absolutely right, CSL. And this is a giant leap hydrogen's problem was in gaseous form it had to be pressurized and it could blow up and blah 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 and it made everybody worry and they looked at lithium which you don't get to see all the damage that lithium does like lithium mining and all the stuff that goes with it you don't get to see that that happens in another country to other people Mm. so you don't think about it right it's like gas prices. We really, gas prices really cost Americans about $15 a gallon. We just pay for it in defense appropriations and subsidies and all these other things and environmental right. cleanup and stuff, right? So you don't look at it. It's hidden. It's a hidden cost, right? So, um, aw.
1: Tweety bugs. <laughs> I was, <laughs> just m- found my that? mouse hovered over it and I had all these new reactions
0: Oh, that's great! Look at that. That's I don't this. have any of those. Oh, oh, that's LeBron James from. It's, oh, so this
1: must be um, Space Jam reactions.
0: Yeah, you you downloaded the Space Jam kit because yeah, uh, yeah it because it knows you.
1: <laughs> because it knows me um, so well.
0: Yeah, it does. It's it understands you. But I I don't I just guys, I just tweeted that out uh um with the hashtag #HSRPM if you want to look at it. And that's just one of the technologies that's coming from this. We are especially when they get up to like what'll be effectively 7G uh broad you know, Wi-Fi broadband type technology. You're talking about largely oh god, we've been attacked by penguins. Oh, I love that. Basis. That, that one is violence. That 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 that. <laughs> I woke up violence. this morning and shows
1: violent penguins. <laughs> uh,
0: I wish Halo would do some cartoon characters. I have done some cartoon characters. Yeah. As as a matter of fact, um, you might recognize this little fella. Hey, this is this is Tack from Tack and the Power of Juju, the cartoon I did on Nickelodeon.
1: How long did that run for you?
0: Three years. That's I mean, it awesome. takes a lot longer to make. It's like five years yeah, to yeah. make and three years to run. Yeah, dude, where's my hydrogen? Exactly. I love I, it. I mean, this stuff. I like. Um, hold on, right, I'll find the. Um, All right, Mister Hell, I've got to go. Yeah, take leave. off. Do what you got to do. Is horrible. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'll be nerd tweeting uh, for the next okay, little you- bit.
1: You tweet. I'll keep an eye on that. And um, the, anybody in my week. area who wants to come help break leaves, I'm. Okay. you having
0: a group I'm leave raking? Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Um, hold on. Uh, love, you. love you. Are you taking off? In a second. Okay. Hi, Summer. Hi. Bye, hi. Summer. Hi. She can't hear you, but hi. Yeah. She can't hear you, but hi, because I have headphones in. Hi. So, um, okay. Yeah, give me one second. And I'm just signing off. Love you. you oh, right there. Um, excuse me guys. I have to go too. <laughs> excuse me Bye, Johnny million. Oh, there he goes. All right. Hold on. He always dumps out before I get a chance to kick him off the show proper. Um, <laughs> uh, I will see you guys later. Uh, um, take care of yourselves. I'm going to tweet out all those articles about with the happy ending in a couple minutes. Um, and I, I don't, I'm not planning on streaming later on today. Um, so, uh, <laughs> Summer looks younger than Hal. She is. Um, so, uh, anyways, uh, peace and, uh, isn't everyone, um, do people not know that I'm over a thousand years old at this point? Genuinely. All right. Um, I'll see you guys later. Take care of yourself and take care of somebody else and uh, have a beautiful weekend.